Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Joe of Word of Prayer Cultural Center in Largo, Maryland. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It is my prayer that you are both blessed and enriched by what you hear. Feel free to share with friends and family, and also feel free to follow us on our social media outlets, Facebook and Instagram. Our social media handle is at Wopsy, W-O-P-C-C. Visit us online at wopsy.church. God bless and happy listening. will not belabor the moment any longer. Um, I had a good discussion with pastor after the last time I preached. Um, I went a little long. (laughs) And y'all was so nice, so courteous. Y'all just stayed in there with me. But I promise you today, I won't be before you long. But I'm believing God will bring it to you strong. Amen? Amen. 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 Uh, With that, if we can turn to the gospel of Mark. We're going to the 11th chapter, and we're bringing up a very familiar verse. We are going to verse 24. Oh, my God. That's Mark chapter 11, and we're going to look at verse 24. Whoo, Jesus. That's all right. We'll start at 23. That's going to give us some context. It says, for assuredly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Verse 24 says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them, and what? You will have them. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you, Father, and we bless you. We thank you, Father, for another opportunity to sit at your feet and to hear a rhema word from you. Father, we thank you, O Lord, for your written word, Father, that is upon this page, O Father. But I thank you in this moment that I am not limited by the words upon this page, O Father, but that my ears are open, that my heart is ready, O Lord, to receive what thus saith the Lord. I pray, O Lord, that you would decrease me. Decrease me that people would hear none of me but all of thee, O Father, in this place. I desire, O Lord, that what comes from my mouth would be of yours and yours alone. I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice, O Father, that their hearts are also open, Lord God, that as they hear your words go forth, I pray, Father, that they would then hear you, O Lord, in every bit. I pray, Lord God, that your word would go and would place upon the hearts of your people, O Father, exactly what you have for them in this moment, O Father. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come and personalize this word for each and every person in this place. Father, we serve notice to the enemy that you have no place in this place. We seal the doors, we seal the windows, O Father, that only your spirit can abide here in this place. Enemy, you must flee. You must go in Jesus' name. We thank you Father, for what you're about to do in this place. Have your way. May this word go forth with boldness and with clarity, O Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. 
Woo! Just for a few moments in this year of systematic breakthrough, I would like to discuss the system of manifestation. Somebody say the system of manifestation. I saw the prophet over there nodding her head. She must have heard from the Lord on this morning. I believe that's confirmation that the Lord has something for all of us on today. Amen? Amen. The system of manifestation. System. The word system is defined as a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done. A set of principles or procedures according to which something is done. Furthermore, uh, manifestation. What, what is that? Manifestation is the act of revealing or releasing what is secret or unseen. My God, the act of revealing or releasing, hallelujah, what is secret or unseen. Do I have any Bible readers that know about some things in the unseen? All right. I am certain that we can all take a ponder of our own lives and think of at least one particular area where we are believing God for manifestation. Oh, okay, maybe I'm all by myself. Is anybody truly waiting upon him to perform the act of revealing or releasing that which is currently unseen and make it a seen reality in your life? All right, all right. Yeah, I was, I was pondering this, and I said, Lord, you know one thing. I got maybe two things or maybe a few things that I'm believing for you to manifest in my life. Well, I just came by for a short time to help us. Can we help us on today? Help us understand God's system of manifestation. So we understand that a system is a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done. Now, when one uses a system properly, it is bound to produce the intended results. Uh-huh. However, as we have seen naturally in the systems all around us that we may use every day, that there are times when a system experiences a malfunction. Uh-huh. Y'all seen any malfunctioning systems? I remember Bishop told us about a vending machine that he knew about that often had a system malfunction. Well, likewise, God is saying in the spiritual realm that his children are attempting to use his system of manifestation but are experiencing malfunction. Mm-hmm. I, I may have someone in the house that may have been like me, um, where there may have been a time where I was expecting a miracle, but it seemed to only be surrounded by mess. <sighs> Or, or, or maybe there was a time when you were expecting a promise, but all you could find was problems. Anybody ever been there? Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you that the miracle worker and the promise keeper, he's not off duty. 
Oh my God, in here a little while ago, the Lord sent me with a word that told us that his system is not broken. So I'm here to tell you that he's the same God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. His system didn't break from the last time we talked about it to this time. I, I want to encourage you that Numbers 23, 19, that it still stands. If anybody knows what it says, it says that God is not a man that he should lie. And our scripture for today in Mark eleven twenty four 24 is still relevant and is still able to be fulfilled in our lives. So I said, well, well, God, if this be true, help me to understand why we experience the malfunction instead of the manifestation. You see, at that point of malfunction, there is no longer the production of the intended result, but rather an unwanted error. I look in the congregation today and I see some of our media team and even our youth pastor that I know are in the IT business. And I know some of them deal on a daily basis with having to overcome these unwanted errors. And I won't talk about anybody, but most of the time, the people that call into the IT department it's not because their system broke. It's because of an operator error. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an, it's an operator error. Well, God says in his system of manifestation, there too is an operator error. He said the most common error is invalid entry. Woo, let that hit you where it may. Somebody tell your neighbor, invalid entry. Entry, invalid meaning not legally recognized. Woo, and therefore void because it contradicts the standard order. Woo, invalid meaning not legally recognized and therefore void because it contradicts the standard order. You, you see, God has set a method by which manifestation can be made possible, but it will fault if the order is not followed. You know, we know God to be an if-then God. Anybody know about that? Yeah, yeah. You see, we have the tendency to start with his if, and then we add our method, our desire, our timeline. Come on, somebody. And then we expect his then. However, his if with our way does not compute his then. So this is furthermore not saying that the system is broken. It's saying that there has been an invalid entry somewhere in the processing that has prevented successful production of the desired output. Can we talk about it on today? So this morning I'm going to share three points in which we find an invalid entry. The first point is doubt. Somebody say doubt. Y'all thought I was coming deep on today. It's doubt. It's doubt. Doubt is the feeling of uncertainty. 
Doubt is the feeling of uncertainty. Now, to overcome this doubt, because at the end of the day, we want a resolve in our system error. To overcome the system error of doubt, we need to have confidence. Somebody shout confidence. Confidence. Can we go to 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15? That's 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. It says, now this is the what? Confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Somebody say confidence. Confidence. This confidence is the confidence that we have in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For the sake of giving too much uh, backstory, I will tell you like this. If you go back a verse to verse 13 of 1 John 5, it tells who this statement is for. It qualifies the person who is able to receive the verses there in 14 and 15 by it saying, thank you, media team. I thought you had it up for a second. He wrote to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. Do you believe in the name of the Son of God? That's all it takes. It's for the believer. It's for the believer. If you are one that falls in the category displayed in verse 13, then therefore verses 14 and 15 belong to you. That's good news for somebody. It was good news for me. Hallelujah. We can go with confidence simply off of the fact that we are a believer. You see, in this season, God is saying it's time for the believers to tap into all of the things that he has in store for us. In these dying times, in these end times, we're going to have to take our relationship to a deeper level. We need to go with confidence off of the simple fact that we are a believer. It's so interesting how we don't uh, correlate things that we would do so easily in the natural to the spirit. You see, if we think of the royal family, right? You know, they're they having their situations right now. But when they know they are a part of the royal family, there is some confidence that comes with that. When they walk into an event, they're not going in there, well, maybe, I don't know. No, I'm walking in with the confidence based on my bloodline. If the royals in the uh, United Kingdom, is that where they are? If they can have that kind of confidence in their bloodline, what kind of confidence we as believers with the bloodline of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that's some confidence we can walk in. Simply because we have the blood of Jesus in our bloodline. You see, the world will make you think you got to go through hoops and loops to be able to qualify for some things. But our Lord said, not so. He said, if you believe, hallelujah, you shall receive. 
Now, there is a qualifier on verses 14 and 15. It says, if we ask anything according to his will. You see right here, the purpose of prayer and the secret of the power of prayer is revealed. First and foremost, it says you have to ask. We talked about this in Bible study, and I said, oh, y'all all in my notes. But it says you have to ask. God is waiting for some of us to just open up our mouths and ask. Ask. I was digging deeper into this asking, and there are multiple thoughts on this thing, but the one thing I will tell you for simplicity is when you open up your mouth and speak, it releases a sound. When you release a sound, oh my God, sound precedes movement. If you're writing a note on today, I want you to know that sound precedes movement. I could go through several scriptures, like in Jericho, there was a sound and the walls came down. We can go to Genesis and we can talk about how God spoke and something came. There is sound that precedes manifestation. So first, you got to open up your mouth and speak. And I'm not saying you have to say it loudly for all the earth to hear. But what I'm saying is that a whisper makes a sound. Come on, somebody. If all you have is a whisper, you use that sound to reach the heavenlies. Sound precedes movement. Sound precedes manifestation. So first, you have to ask. Secondly, it says you have to ask anything according to his will. Well, Elder Carmen, where, where do I find his will? You find it in the word of God. Pastor has told us a time or two, if you are seeking God for something, you first need to seek a scripture. Seek a scripture that you can attach to that thing. Because when you begin to pray God's word back to him, there's an insurance package that comes with that. My God, you're not coming up with something that you thought of, something that you heard from Lottie Dottie or anybody. You got it right from his word. And his word shall go forth, Ooh, Jesus, and perform that which he has accomplished. Uh, media team, can we go to Isaiah chapter 55? I want y'all to see it better than I can preach it. Woo, chapter 55. I want to go to verse 11 and 12. You know what? Take me back. Take me back. Isaiah 55. Let's do 10 and 11. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all take these scriptures and use them for what they are. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. Woo. All right, that's good right there. It says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, 
but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11. This is where it comes forth. It says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I have sent it. Oh, my God, I dare somebody to get this scripture in their heart, understanding that when you declare God's word, you are speaking his word that he says when it goes forth, it shall not return to him void. It shall accomplish what he pleases and it shall prosper in the thing for which he has sent it. Amen. Amen. Who Jesus. My God, my God. Woo. John 15 and 7, it says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. When we abide in Jesus, living in him day by day, then our will becomes more aligned with his will. And therefore, when we ask what we desire, it will be more and more according to his will. And that is the key to an answer prayer. Amen. Amen. Somebody say doubt. Doubt. The second error message that can occur is deviation. Somebody say deviation. Deviation. That's the action of departing from an established course or an accepted standard. It's the action of departing from an established course or accepted standard Woo. deviation so it's saying that we start on the right track but then it says somewhere along the way we take this action of departing from an established course anybody been going along the course and then decided to take a detour and the detour that you thought was going to get you there faster set you about 20 minutes back all right, I'm glad I'm not all by myself. <laughs> Somebody say deviation. Our focus scripture in Mark 11:24 it says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray. We talked about that part. The next piece, it says, Believe that you receive them and you will have them. I said, well, God, what, what do you mean about deviation in this scripture here? He said, check your belief. Check your belief. Tell your neighbor, check your belief. He said, you see, this is where believers get cute. Because we think we got the believing stuff down pat. But he said, when you say you believe, what are you really believing? Mark eleven twenty four. here in the second clause, it says, believe that what? You receive them. 
Okay, so if we read it too fast, we may miss this major point in where the malfunction can occur. God wants us to have directed belief. Somebody say directed belief. He says we as believers have belief in him down packed. But the part where we struggle is that our belief attaching to something that we know can be ours. So there's a difference between belief that God can do it versus belief that his promise is ours. Belief that he can do it versus the belief that his promise is ours. You see, in Mark eleven twenty four, revealing the system of manifestation, it's displaying this requirement for the stretching of our belief. We must stretch beyond the belief in God's ability and into the belief that what he has promised belongs to us. You see, very carefully, his word did not just say believe. It said, believe what? That we receive them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Believe that we receive him. I'll give you some examples. We know him to be healer. We've seen him heal quite a few times or two, right? But there seems to be a point when we're believing God for our healing that we don't take it a step further and believe that he can heal our particular ailment. We know that he can heal the man with the withered hand and he can heal the woman with the issue of blood. But Elder Carmen, can you believe him to heal your body like he said he would? Woo, we, we know him to be Jaira. We've seen it. We've experienced other people receive gyra moments in their life as the ultimate provider. But do we truly believe that he, him, gyra will be our provider in our time of need? I'm going to give you one more. We know him to be Prince of Peace. We can say it all day in the paint. Can I say that? Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Shalom. But do we truly believe that that Prince of Peace will show up in our lives and be able to take our mess, our chaos, and to turn it into calm? Do we really believe that we receive? Oh, my God, it might just be for me, but I found a time or two where even I've seen him do it for me before. But for some reason, we get this spiritual amnesia where we forget that that same God, who Jesus, that same God who desired to do it back then, he desires to do it right now. My God in here. So it's time out for just believing in his ability. But believe that not only he can, but he will and he wants to. Who Jesus. I pray it's helping somebody on today. Woo. There are some things that I know that are locked up in the spiritual realm because I have not taken that extra step to believe him personally for what I know he can do. Oh, Jesus, I can pray for somebody else's situation, but can you pray for your own situation?
Can you believe him to be the same God of Caitlin that he can be the same God of Elder Carmen? Who he wants to be that in your life. Jesus, his, his word calls for us to ask and believe that we receive. But somewhere in the line, we have deviated his plan, thank you, and we've decided to ask and then not completely believe that we receive. <sighs> so through this deviation, we have now changed the system. And therefore, we have changed the system and now disqualified ourselves for the desired result. Who Jesus, God has given us the plan to our provision. He's given us the formula for our finances, the method to our miracle. Our job is to believe that we receive. Hallelujah. I'm about to take my seat. I'm going to give you one more error. This error involves discouragement. We had doubt. We had deviation. And then there's discouragement. In closing out Mark eleven twenty four, after it says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. And the last clause says, and you will have them. You will have them. Can I declare that and decree that over your life on today that you will have them. But before I go any further, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about one of our favorite subjects. Y'all know that four-letter word that falls in between the point of prayer and the point of manifestation, that concept being time. Somebody say time. Time. What God revealed to me is that his word says, and you will have them. Emphasis on the will. Will expresses the future tense. He said some of us think that the system has erred because we are looking in the present for something that is slated for the future. Oh, my God. We are looking in the present for something that is slated for the future. And when it doesn't show up in our timeline, that's when discouragement sets in. Mm -hmm. Throughout our society today, many people are operating with a microwave mentality. It seems the further and further that technology advances, things are becoming quicker and quicker. Well, I want to tell somebody on today that God is not rushed. God is not rushed. You see, we want things quick. We want things right then and there. We have no desire to wait on anything. Well, when it comes to the things that God has promised, there will be times when we are going to have to reject this microwave thinking. God's time is truly not our time. It's when we begin to calculate our time and try to line it up with his time, we get thrown off. You think that the future is now and God is saying not yet. 
Uh huh. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that his time is the perfect time. I say God's time is the perfect time. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself because sometimes we just know for sure, for sure that our time is the right time. It's the right time. But God says, no, not so. His time is the perfect time. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't want a microwave quality breakthrough. I don't want an ordinary healing or an average anointing, a mediocre miracle, or even a fair to midland financial blessing. Come on, somebody. I want all that God desires for me to have. And if I got to wait a little longer to get it, then that's what I got to do. We serve a God that does exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. We just need to allow God to provide for us in his perfect time. We're going to look at one more scripture. Let's go to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Ooh, Jesus. Galatians 6 and 9 says, and what? Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Ooh, Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I want to read it in another translation for you. I'm going to read it in the Amplified. It says, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, come on, somebody say proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. Ooh, can we look at it in the message for one good measure? Yes, Lord. It says, so let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. My God, anybody want to harvest a good crop? A good crop if we don't give up or quit. Amen? Amen. We can, you can write these down for your encouragement. It's Psalms 84 and 11 that says no good thing. Will he withhold from them that walk uprightly? And Habakkuk 2.3, my God, that even when we think it may be slow in coming, we are to continue to wait patiently as it will surely take place and it will not be delayed. Hallelujah, Jesus. Is that helping anybody on today? Hallelujah. I want you to know from Psalms 18 and 30. As for God, his way is perfect. Whew. As for God, his way is perfect. And Psalms 138 and 8 sums it up. It declares that the Lord will perfect that which concerns you. Amen. 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 My God, this system of manifestation is, is so important. 
um, Bishop told us um, quite a while ago that um, we are all in one of three states. We're getting ready to enter into a storm. We're currently in a storm or we just came out of a storm. Well, I'm here to encourage you that no matter your situation, God is still worthy of the praise. In each and every stage of our lives, the system of manifestation works. Know ahead of time that as we sung in praise and worship that God is faithful. His faithfulness is not changing dependent upon the circumstance, dependent upon your situations, or even dependent upon how you feel about the thing. More than likely, this won't be your first storm. And that spiritual amnesia we talked about, don't let that overcome you. If he bought you out before, he will surely bring you out again. And if you're in the storm right now, trust that his system still works. You find something on the inside of you to believe that what he has promised belongs to you. If you need him to be Jireh, go find you a provision scripture. If you need him to be healer, go find you a healing scripture. If you need him to be the prince of peace that he says he is, go find you a scripture for peace. And if you just came out of a storm, you should most definitely have a praise in your belly and a testimony on your lips. That you know that what he brought you through, he kept you, he protected you, he cared for you, and he's still blessing you. So you can truly say that God has been good to you. You have seen his system work before, and it shall continue to work all the days of your life. So I dare somebody to trust and believe that by the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, that the promises that which have been spoken have been transferred from the heavenly realm and will enter into the natural manifestation of your life. I double dog dare you to dispel doubt, eliminate deviation, overcome discouragement and watch the system of manifestation show out in your life. Amen. Amen. Amen.